Open your Bibles back up to 1 Corinthians, and we're going to begin, we're going to begin in verse 8. Amen. And this is what it says. It says that, number one, it says, love never fails. Amen. I really believe that's something that we need to learn, we need to understand, is that love will never fail you. That was, two, that was actually two people. I always say that. I said, love never fails. And if we go back down to verse 13, it says that now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. I have a question for you this morning, or this afternoon, and that is, is there still true love in our society today? Is there still true love? I don't know about you, but I believe with all my heart that it's time that we need to, we need to display God's love within our life. It's time for some real love. It's time for us to do some serious loving. Can somebody say amen? I believe that the Lord is calling the body of Christ to show real love to one another and to the world, no matter what life brings us, no matter what society brings us, no, ba- no matter what people do to us, no matter what, you know, because life will, life will kick you down. Huh? Things will, you'll go, you're going to go through things within your life, but are you going to be able to get back up and are you going to be able to love? Amen. I thank God, like she said, 22 years ago, that, you know, even when I was at my worst, man, I kind of, I was losing love for life. I was losing love, and you, you were probably there. You were losing love to, to live. You were losing love to, you know what, to just to get up every day and go through what you got to go through because of, you know, what, what you were involved with. And I remember there was a time I was just thinking like, man, you know what, I'm just tired. But I thank God, I, you know what, I was, I cried out to God. You know, and, and, and it was God, man, God showed his love to me. You know what? God showed his love that, you know what? You made mistakes. You might be down my son, but you know what? You're not out. I always used to tell myself that. Yeah, I don't care where I was. I don't care what I was going through. I don't care what hardship I was going through. I used to speak to myself and say, you know what? You're down, but you're not out. And I knew it. I knew it, but I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. I didn't know how God was, you know, I didn't know how, you know, my marriage was going to get put back together. I didn't know how things were going to get right back in order. But you know what? One day somebody came and told me about the love of Christ. And God began to make the crooked path straight. He began to realign everything. He began to strengthen everything. He began to heal everything. And I thank God for that because God's love never fails. See, God wants us, God, you know, separated you and I. Is so that we can be the extension of God. So that we can be the love that God left for you and I to the world. I believe that when Christ was all, I believe that Christ was all about love when he walked on the face of the earth. How many of you believe that? And now that he purchased our redemption, he left us here. I believe he left us here to carry out the work that needs to be done. In other words, Jesus expects us to live the same way that he lived. John 3.16, the most famous scripture in the Bible, right? That God for so loved the world, right? God so loved the, the world that he gave his only son, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. And today I want to focus on the, on the love of God through Jesus Christ, amen? Because it was Jesus Christ that came and died on the cross for you and I. He shed his blood 
and he hung on the cross for the sins and for, you know, for, uh, of humanity. And that's difficult. That was difficult. And, you know, us, we get upset at any little thing, any little thing that happens to us. We want to get mad at somebody. We want to get mad at our spouse. We want to get mad at our children. We want to get mad at our boss at work. We want to get mad at, at authority. We want to get mad at different things because it's not the way that we think it should be. But I want you to know today that, you know what, that God has called us to be an extension of his love. You know, I, I believe, you know, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know what, I believe that life, God allowed us to live. See, he gave us free will. And I believe that God gave us free will so that through our life that we can learn true love. That we can learn through our hardships. That we can learn through our difficulties. That we can learn through our pain how to love. Because in order to, you know what, to live the abundant life and in order for us to, you know what, to walk and have peace and have joy and have love within our life, then, you know what, we have to walk with God's love. Man, we have to, like my wife was saying, we have to forgive. We have to let go. We can't keep score of, of, of the things that happen to us. And we can't, you know what, and, and I mentioned it before, but you know what, through my 22 years of walking and being in the, in the ministry that we're involved in, and let me tell you, ministry will hurt you too. Your past, my, our pastor used to always tell us, uh, pastor used to tell us, he used to tell us, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, but don't take it personal. Huh? That's what, you know what, we're going to hurt each other. Those of you that get married or you, you've been, right, you've been married, how many of you know your, your spouse has hurt you? Huh? Well, you thought it was going to be lovey-dovey all the time. See, because it's easy to say I love you, that's easy. It's easy to say I love you. It's easy, you know, it's even easy to preach. You can preach about love, and you know. But how many know that God displayed his love? He showed us his love. And that's the thing I believe God is trying to teach you and I, that you know what, we've got to learn how to love. You've got to learn how to let go. You got to learn how to, you know what, to forgive. Some of you are hurt right now. You got to let go, like my wife said. If you want to move forward, if you want to move on in, into the area of peace and joy, you know, some of you, you know, people come into the church and, you know, they get mad at the church. They get mad, you know what, at, at the pastor and they get mad at the leaders. They get mad at all these people because they don't want to, they're not hearing what they want to hear. And you know what, you got to learn, you know what, a lot of times we got to learn that, hey, you know, uh, you know, I've learned that I don't know it all. And I don't have all the right answers. But I can get help. There's people that have been through what I've been through. There's people that have, you know, been through the same hurts that I've been through. And like my wife said, that's why you got to find somebody, you know, that you can talk to. That you can, you know, somebody's going to tell you the truth. It's going to be real with you. My, my wife used to pull me up with Pastor Steve and Josie. Some of you married couples, you're, you know what, some of you wives, you, and I know the men are going to get mad at me right now. But that's all right, I love you. I'm still going to love you. You can get mad. Well, you need to go to the pastor and tell him what your husband's doing. You need to tell him, you know what, you know what. You know why? Is because if you don't, Who's, who's going to talk to him? Huh? You just sweep it under the, you're going to, then, you know, what you're going to, it's going to be on the scoreboard. Huh? 
and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be like, you know, it's 14 to nothing right now. You're winning. You're messing. You know, my wife used to pull me up, and I used to think, oh, Pastor wants me. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, he's gonna probably got a mission for me. Because the ushers would come and get me, say, Pastor wants to talk to you. And I'd be all right, man. He probably got a mission for me. Maybe he wants me to preach, or maybe he wants me to, you know, lead a Bible study or do something. And I'd go in there, and Pastor Josie and Pastor Steve were in there. And my wife would be in there, and then, you know, she'd start crying and because she was, she was hurt. I was still hurt. I was still hurting her doing something. Just because, you know what, we gave our lives to God, I don't mean that you ain't going to hurt nobody. You need to understand that, you know what, well, you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes, you know, our, your husband needs to get in check. He needs it. Sometimes they need to get, they need to, you know, they, you know sometimes we're hard-headed. Amen. Yeah, man, we might, that was your perfect oppor- opportunity, ladies. I said, sometimes we're hard-headed. Come on, ladies. And you know what? Sometimes you need to go and you need to snitch on, on, on your, bad, your bad husband. And, and you know why? So that he can deal with it. Not so that, you know what? So that, that, you know, I told you, pastor, see, you hear this, the pastor? Did you hear him? No, but so you know what? So that you can hear it from someone else. We need to hear things from other people. And not just our wife. Amen. Because sometimes, you know, see, like when our wives say it, we don't feel it as much because we're used to them, you know, <laughs> talking to us. <laughs> Amen. And so we get kind of numb. We do. That, that's a, another Bible study right there. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, we get numb to it. And, it, it, you know, that doesn't mean nothing. And sometimes their wives would be like, I'm going to go tell pastor, and they don't go. I'm going to go tell pastor, and they don't go. And so you're like, man, she ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> right? I'm telling the truth, man. I'm telling. But you know what? Sometimes you need to go talk to a leader. You need to go talk to your, your leader, one of the pastors, and say, you know what? I, I, you know, just so you can meet, man. And you know what? Because sometimes, you, you know, you're doing things right. How many you want to get better? I don't know about you, but I wanted to get better. And so after a while, I was, you know, you know, I, you know, I just took it. I just said, all right, you know what? I need to change, man. I need to get better at this. I need to get better at the way I talk to her. I need to get better. I need to discuss things with her. Because, you know, when I first got saved, I was, I was busy seven nights a week. I was going to the prisons. I was going to Bible study. I was going to prayer. I was going to, I didn't miss a service. I, I didn't have a night off. And I remember one time she pulled me up for being too busy, right? <laughs> and I was thinking, you know what, man, I'm doing great, man. I'm, 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 I'm working because I just, I love God. I want to do all I can for God. But at the same time, I was hurting my wife because I didn't spend no time with her. I'd come home from work and, you know, I got to go to a meeting. See you later. Love you. I love you. Huh? <laughs> and but... But you know what? I, I, I wasn't showing, I wasn't displaying love to her. I was making time for her. And as a husband, we got to make time for our wives. We got to hear them out. Amen. We got to make time for our family. Got to have a family day. We, try, we always tried to have a family day once a week, sometimes twice. And one of the things we always tried to do was, as a family, I, I, we always tried to sit together and eat dinner. Even though we were busy, my kids had to go to baseball, my daughters had to go to basketball, 
You know what? We still tried to eat uh, dinner together three, four times a week. And we did it. You know, we would, we, would, we would spend time together just so because so we could build that love as a family together. And we're a close family. I don't know if you ever if you noticed on my family, you know what, we're always together. We do things together. There, there's nothing more that I love than to be in with my family, with my children, with my grandkids, or, you know, with my, my, my family members. But because it's very vital and very important. And but we used to, you know, we used to we used to do that all the time. And I used to make time for them. Husbands, man, you need to make time for your wife. I was so busy doing all these things. And I even, I remember she pulled me up with Pastor Albert. I thought we were having dinner at Pastor, they, Pastor matter of fact, Pastor, Pastor Albert invited us over for dinner. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Because I grew up with Pastor Albert. And I've known him for years. And I thought, all right, we're going to Pastor Albert's, man. We're going to go have dinner. That's praise God. That's, that's, that's awesome. And we went over there and we ate. We did. We ate dinner. And then they go, well, let's go have a seat on the couch. And so we went and sat on the couch, and that's what she said. You know what, man? He's never home. He never makes time for me. He never, you know. And I didn't know. It was just I didn't know I was, I was you know, I just thought I was doing good. I just thought I was doing, you know, good. And I even cried. When I was crying, going, you know what? But God loves me. God saved me. I'm going to win the world, you know. And, uh and Pastor Albert was like, you know what, man, you also, you know how Pastor Albert is. Now go ahead. You know what? You know, you need to slow down. And you know what? You need to take care of your family. If you, if you can't hold your family together, you know what? Then you're going to be in worse trouble later. And you need to, you know, you need to slow down. You need to let your wife, you know, grow in the things of God. And so you guys can go grow together, you know, so you guys can do what you're going to do together. And I was like, I was like, man, but, you know, but she wasn't even there yet. She wasn't ready for none of that. I was like, man, she's going to slow me down. <laughs> and then the Lord slapped me upside the head, and I was like, no, you know, I need to. And so what I did, I, I, let me give you this advice, man. I began to get on my knees and pray for my wife every day. I, 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 I said, you know what, I'm taking the city, man. I'm gonna, we're going to go out, we're gonna go out past her. And she used to be all, she used to go like that to me. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Right? <laughs> I, yeah, I swear to God, she used to say, you know, bye. Right? But all I knew is I had a call in my life. I knew God saved me. I knew God, you know what? And my wife was like, that's you. God spoke to you. Right? <laughs> and all that stuff. So I started wrestling, man, with, you know what? God called me. And, but how am I going to go out if my, my wife's, you know, she's not even, she was still... You know, she was probably there, like I said, she was about a year, year and a half. And what God said, you know what, you know, you need to start praying for your wife. You need to start loving on your wife. You start making time for her. You start going the extra mile. Uh, you need to help her with the dishes. You need to help her with the laundry. See, the men are getting mad at me right now. Huh? You need, you need, you know, you need to, you need to, you need to make her feel special. And you need to be there for her. And, and so I started doing those things, you know, and, I, and the, the biggest thing I did was I started praying for my wife. I started praying and fasting and saying, you know what, God, man, I don't know what's going on with her, but oh, you know her. And if anybody, I know I can't change her because I know in the beginning I did that. In the beginning I tried to, I, was, I would say, you heathen, you know, you heathen, huh? You yellow-bellied sap sucker. Remember that old, old 
<laughs> Remember that back in the day. I go, man, you're a sinner, you know. But, you know, I start, you need to get right, you know, and all that stuff. And, and you know, that just pushes them away. Just pushes them away. The more that you tell them, the more you keep records of the wrong, the more you push them away. And God said, no, that ain't right. You ain't doing it right. And God slapped me, man. And you know what? After that, I, I began to pray. And, you know, we, like she said, we used to get in arguments, right? And she had a, she, I'll tell you right, she had a truck driver's mouth. Uh-huh. She would call me names that, that most men would not, you know. <laughs> but she used, to, she used to say things to me. And you know what I used to do? I used to just go to my room. I, I would just walk away. Wouldn't say anything. And I would go to my room. And I'd get at the foot of my bed and start calling on the name of Jesus. And I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like say things like, God, man, you need to touch this woman. She's, you know, I wouldn't like say prayers that, you know, to make it worse. <laughs> you could do that. You could say, you know, you could do that. You can say like, you know, save this heathen, you know, you know save this, this, this bruja. Or, you you, you got to watch out. You got to watch out how you say you pray. And I would go to my room though and I would say, you know what, God, man, you know, strengthen me right now. I don't want to do, I don't want to say anything wrong. And not that I said, I never said those things to her. You know, but you know, you could say, you could get self-righteous and you know what, and say the, all these things, but I used to just pray for her and say, Lord, man, Lord, just touch her, Lord God. You know her heart. You know what she's going through. You know the pain that she's been through. Lord, you know what, touch her, save her, strengthen her, Lord God. I want her to be my back-to-back partner. I want her to walk with me. I love this woman, man. I love her with all my heart. She has my, you know, she gave me three children. And, Lord, you brought us together many years ago. And you know what, you brought us together. I don't want to lose it. And I want to do all we can for you, Lord God. And, and you know what, little by little, man, she started getting, something happened to her. She started changing. She started, you know, getting involved. She started, you know, then, you know, we were in children's church together. Then she got involved with the prison ministry together. We were going, we were go, both going, for, we went for like three years. We went, we were going to uh, North County every Monday night. She was my back-to-back partner. We were doing the Bible study. We had a, we, we opened our house for Bible study. And then I was like, yeah. and I knew, I said, man, I was like just so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. My wife's my partner now. She's not against me. She's not, you know what, she's not, you know, mad because, you know, I'm not spending time for her. But she's my partner now. And so we begin to grow together. We even got the opportunity to go out and, and pastor, you know, for 10 years. And she was with me all the way, you know, there all the way. And we went through some hard times. You know what, but God had strengthened us and God had showed us that, you know what, that by his love, that, you know what, we can do all things through Christ. Amen. Come on, give God a hand today. The last thing I want to share is that in Romans 5.8, the Bible tells us that God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, that Christ died for us. Amen. And how many know there's uh, that there's three types of love, right? There's Eros, right, in the Greek, which means erotic, phileo, right, which is brotherly love. Huh? That's like the city of Philadelphia. It's called the, you know, the, the, the brotherly love city. And there's agape love, which is unconditional. Amen. 
And that's the type of love that through life that God tries us to, wants you and us to understand is that we need to love, you know, unconditionally. And we need to love and not, you know, a lot, a lot of times that we love people when they, they love us. Or we love people when they do good things for us. We love our children and our, and our parents, you know, when they lavish things on us or they, they love on us. But how I many know we got to learn to love people no matter what? See, God is calling you and I, he's calling his people to love. It's time for you and I to love. God displayed that love on the cross, right? When he said, you know what? Here, the people that were crucifying him, the very people that beat him, the very people that whooped him, the very people that spit on him, the very people that, you know what, that did everything. He said, he, he said to the Father, he said, you know, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's love. And oftentimes, you know what, in our walk with God, we've got to learn to love. You've got to learn, learn to love your spouse. They, they made mistakes. You make mistakes. We make mistakes. But we've got to love through it. Amen. Right? The captain in Tennille said, love will keep us together. Huh? And, we, you know, we've got to learn to love. That's what God is trying to teach in us. We gotta forgive people. You know what? The other night, my wife, I think it was Friday night, she was coming home from Manteca late at night. It was, I think it was around midnight, right? I think it was around midnight, right? And she got a flat tire coming up the Dublin grade. And so she called me and she goes, I was in bed because I had to work the next day. I was already in bed, you know, and you know, had my pajamas on, I was nice and warm, I was falling asleep. And I got a phone call, and she goes, she goes, she goes, babe, she goes, you know what, I, I think I got a flat. And, uh, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I go, where are you at? Because I thought she was still, like, way out, and I thought she was, you know, far. She goes, well, I'm, I'm, I pulled over right here off a of grove, and, uh, you know, I could have said, well, you know, we got insurance called AAA. Just have them tow it, you know. But how many know I had to get out of bed? Amen. And so I thought, you know, I got out of bed, I got dressed, I went down there to see if I could, if, you know, put some fix the flat in it and get and, and get it home. But it, she had a blowout. She actually had a blowout. The side, of the side of the tire was blown out. And then we called AAA. We got the car home and everything. But there was another guy that was parked by us, and he had a flat. And so while we were waiting for AAA, we went to McDonald's real quick. And when we came back, I asked the guy, I said, hey, did you get a flat too? And he goes, yeah, I got a blowout. And it was pretty much at the same spot where she did, right? And, uh, and I go, well, you didn't have a spare either? And he goes, no. And he goes, he goes, you know what? This guy right here, he came from Redwood City. He goes, to bring me a spare tire. He goes, that's love. Huh? You know, Because how many of you would drive to Redwood City to take somebody a spare tire? I go, that's a true friend right there. Huh? That's a friend. And he showed his action. He showed it, man. And let me tell you something. This year, 2016, we got to get better at loving our family. We got to get better at loving our children. We got to get better at loving our brothers and sisters, our parents. You know, they might have hurt you. They might have done, you know what? Show love. Show love. Watch what love will do. Huh? Love will break every barrier. Your wife ain't where she, she needs to be right now. You got to start praying. 
And you got to start loving on her. Huh? You got to start loving her. You know, don't let someone else speak your words for you because you're going to mess up. It's like that guy in the video. That's God to give you the words. Huh? And, you know, you're going to see great things happening. Love your husband. Love your wife. And you're going to see you guys growing together. You're going to get breakthroughs like you've never had before. Even with your children. You know, those of you that got children, man, they, your children are going to, I'm telling you right now, you got young children, but your children are going to hurt you. It's like you hurt your parents. Huh? Like David, David right there, I always crack up because he kicked me. <laughs> my, my kids used to tell me today, they say, man, you got beat up at shotgun. <laughs> we had shotgun at Centennial. And I thank God because his dad, his dad was a great man. man I love that guy. He, he was walking, he was in a men's home. And he was a youngster, he was a young buck. And he was at the play with his homies. And, you know, we ended up having to boot him out, him and his fellas, because they, they were being disruptive. <laughs> he said, David, you got to go, you and your friends. And even his dad was like, man, Dave, get out of here, man. You guys are blowing it. And so we, we went out, and we were underneath the, car, the garage, and he took a swing at me, and he, and he, and he threw, you know, he threw, he kicked me in the leg. I, I blocked it with my leg. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, I love the brother. Amen. It's all because, you know what, and I believe he's here today because, you know what, the, you know, his father, and we've tried to love, we just tried to love this guy. You know, we tried to love him all, the, you know, every time we see him. And he's here today. I thank God he's here today. He's here with his wife. And you know what? God is doing a great thing within his life. And, it, you know, it's powerful. It's powerful. We're going to go ahead and call the worship team up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That was quick. Mother here. Woo. Man. <laughs> Praise God. God is here. But, I, you know, I want to say today, I, I love my wife, man. I love her so much. And, you know, I hurt her so much. I did so many things. And so have you. Don't look at me like that. Some of you look at me, you know. But let me, let me tell you something. I just want to, you want to see change? Even those of you that are single, you want to get married? Start praying for God to bring you the right one. And being that person of love. Amen. And you're going to see the miraculous power of God doing things that you never believed impossible. My wife used to say, I ain't going nowhere. Never say never. God's power is God's love will do great things and miraculous things in your life that you never even thought you can do. I, when I first got saved, the first thing I used to think was, how's my wife going to get saved? Because I'm like, she don't want nothing to do with God and her family and her sister, right? Her, fam her family, they were, you know, they were crazy. <laughs> the Cernas, you guys all know the Cernas of Hayward. And I'll tell you what, a lot of her family's getting saved. A lot of the Cernas are saved now. Amen. And same thing that happened in your life, in your family. 
God's love can penetrate anything. The hardest heart. Anything that you're going through. But you got to learn how to forgive and learn how to let go. And you got to learn how to trust God.